The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. And I'm here with Bern. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, So many questions. Where do I even start? (laughs) Um, So talk to us first of all. Um, I'm sure both of you are um, extremely talented musicians in your own right. Briefly, um, can you sum up your musical journey until now, each of you? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, Shall I go? Go for it. I'll go for it. Um, This is like from the beginning. She said briefly. Briefly. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) No, it's cool, it's cool. Um, I've been playing the piano since I was six. Um, Luckily, um, we were with my family at a restaurant and I just wandered off. I went to uh, the lady who was playing the piano. She was also singing and just stayed there. And she, I love stories like this yeah, so Yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm looking, I've known this story all my life, but looking back at it now, it's like that moment's, moment was like really important in my life. Um, and then I played the piano um, and then I begged mom to, t- <laughs> to take me to singing lessons, but she wouldn't. She's like, no, focus on your singing and then on your piano. And then when you're um, 16, I think she said, I'll take you to singing wow. lessons, and then and then and then she gave in when I was fourteen, and then I, you know, I um, uh, started with singing lessons, and then um, we met through school. We were in a band together cool. um, back home, and that was really like quite successful. And then I moved over here um, and continued making music here. I think that's brief. <laughs> that, was, that, was cool. that is very brief. <laughs> um, when I was in, I think form one. Which is it's probably like 11 year old, 12 year old? Year, year 7, sorry. Year 7 in the UK. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, li- oh, I had a, I had a favourite Italian band called Negro Maro. I have no idea what they're doing nowadays, but at the time they were my favourite band. And a friend of mine said, do you want to see them live? And I said, oh my gosh, yes. And he said, turn the camera on. And I turned the camera on via Skype or MSN. Something. something. Whatever it was back in the <laughs> Some, day. Something, yeah, that yeah. you could put your camera on. And anyway, he, he played a song and he sang it. So he performed on his guitar and sang the song. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, he's my age and he can do this. And I want to be able to do this. And I, I got so much emotion out of it that I felt like I want to be able to give that emotion through music. Wow. So that was for me the turning point. Of, before that, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I hadn't played any instrument. So then I started taking guitar lessons. And uh, luckily, my guitar teacher um, directed me towards a style that I really liked, which is like British alternative music. Yeah. Um, such as Interpol, Editors, Radiohead. So yeah. those were my influences when I was 15. Um, and, and I can hear was, a bit of that, actually, in the guitar. That <laughs> now was, that you mentioned for me, that was, like again, uh, another discovery because I thought all guitar sounds and all music was like Guns N' Roses and, and stuff like that. And I like it, but I didn't want to... It didn't Play it. Yeah, I didn't want to perform it, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, so then, as Deborah said, we were in a band together in Malta and it went, we did two albums there. Wow. Um, got a lot of airplay and radios and, and festivals and awards, which is really nice. Um, and then we moved here and now we started this project called Burn. Why did you decide to move? Um, I wanted to like further my st- studies. I did okay. a master's here in okay. music performance yeah. and there wasn't that option back home. And also, Malta's quite small, yeah. so you can do great things there, but like there's a like a limit. you know there's a limit a glass and ceiling yeah of sorts and then and then i mean not that it's easy there or easy here it's never easy but at least here there's there was more opportunity to meet people yeah um collaborate and just in general i think be more active and do more things um so yeah would you say the music industry was quite small out there oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's very okay. yeah yeah it's pretty small <laughs> um so why did you decide to call it burn 
Um, I was looking, we were looking for a name and I wanted it to be like in some way connected to um, me or us. And it's one of my um, like given names at birth, it, not Bern, it, Bernadette. Ah, okay. So I shortened this. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, you know, just to have a little bit of a connection yeah. with the yeah. name rather than go with a name that, you know, which would have been cool anyway, yeah. but yeah. this is what we, yeah. That's cool. I think um, the fact that you've shortened it means that it just sounds very cryptic, very like experimental, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are doing a live session, and I was particularly excited by the amount of gear that you guys brought into the studio. Can you give us a brief breakdown of the equipment that it takes to basically make your sound? This is yours. This is my one. <laughs> it's for you. Um, well, today was also a sort of stripped down version yeah. of our sound. Okay, cool. So which one would you like to know? <laughs> um, let's start with like the normal setup and then also the stripped yeah. back version. If that's um, right. So uh, we use Sense Live, um, um, electronic samples and triggers, and um, obviously guitar. Um, I play guitar and Deborah plays the Sense and she sings and I play guitar through a lot of effects pedals and I like to describe that as almost soundscaping the music that, that we write. Um, that's that's the setup. Um, obviously it's a lot of stuff to carry because they're big and bulky and heavy. Um, they, but they're also like quite magical things so... I think it's... I'm glad epic. you have <laughs> <so Yeah>. Thanks. <laughs> um, and so you're here and um, the sound that you're making is quite specific. Did you, when you set up the project, have that specific sound in mind? Or were you guys just jamming and then it just came about? I think, mm. I think it took a few like months few to days. develop. Yeah. Um, I also think it's still developing. Oh yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. Um, we get really excited when we have songwriting sessions or jam sessions. And then we're just surprised with was what with what has just happened because we like we never thought we'd be going there and then we go there and it's like oh it still matches really well with the other songs we've got so um, yeah and I think um, yeah it's uh, I think my, because of my influences in coming from again bands like you know the XX and and um, Cigarettes After Sex and that sort of band where it's the guitars are so. Scapey, I would say mm -hmm. that's that's the word. Like it's just yeah. one note that just fills your soul with with a passion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I li I, li I really like to do that with with our music, and I think even though we experiment with different sounds and different electronic synthesizers and stuff, then the the basis of the sound is still the same, and that's why when we play stripped down versions, you can still mm -hmm. experience yeah. that sound. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. 
Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. So you touched on it briefly a little bit earlier, but um, your songwriting process, how does that work? Talk us through that. Um, so I think it's largely, for me at least, like sitting at the piano and just playing some chords and mumbling some words that then turn into real, well, mumbling some sounds that then <laughs> turn into real words. And then I always need that, hey, this is good from him yeah so normally I'm just thinking oh maybe not maybe not but then but then we always like you yeah. always pitch in and say that's good like let's develop it further Um, I think that's where the songs start on the piano and with a melody and then they just like grow through the when the guitars are added yeah. when the production is added and they take like a different um, route but also still really um, similar to like the demo, um, just a few weeks ago we were listening to the demo of our um, recent single and I was like, my goodness, like it's so similar. Like in essence, it's still yeah. there, which which I really love about the production pro uh, process that we like treat when we treat the songs is that they don't lose the authenticity that they had at writing stage. And when you complete that song, who's the first person you play it to? <coughs> Um, hmm. I think we've got a couple of close friends that we like yeah. 
we'll, that we like to hear your opinion. Yeah, um, and also people we work with as well. Yes, so definitely Erin. Erin oh, yeah, Jay, who's another artist. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> She's she's a very good friend of ours as well, and she's always the first one to yeah, listen to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now that you say to that. tracks, and then we've also got people that are friends, but we also work with, uh, such as Gigi Pichitelli, for example. Um, sound engineer. He's a sound engineer, producer, and does engineer. everything. Extraordinaire. <laughs> and we go to him and we go, please help us out. Yeah, or like, <laughs> or hear like, it. What you know, do you what do you think? Yeah. And then and then he he will always have constructive feedback, and we'll always take that on board. And the song just just takes its own journey, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like this song that we just released. I remember sending it to my um, like family to to listen to, mm. um, because I know that the values that the song talks about, like um, matches their their values as well. So I remember doing that. But yeah, I think. It's a good I think those are the Aaron and main Gigi, ones. Yeah. yeah, because we self-produce songs. It's sort of it, we we all you always get to a point where now you need someone else to hear it and yeah. and and a to give you feedback and construct I mean, like make the song better from a production or mixing perspective and and b to also just hear it and tell me what you think because I've heard it we've heard it yeah. so many times that we obviously love it now you know but we're biased yeah yeah, yeah. um so you always need fresh ears now we saw you for the first time um live at Tobacco Dock yeah. and it was amazing. And um, I have to admit, like, when we saw you guys, one, I was totally new to the concept of your sound, but I was also totally new to the concept of actually having an audience where you recorded the music. Yeah. Like, the whole concept in itself was like, wow, what's going on here? Um, can you talk us through how that works and what your involvement is with it? Yeah, so the Rattle is a, a community of artists and change makers in um, music through t- tech um, and it's an amazing collective where everybody comes together um, with the same kind of goal of making a change um, in, in, in the industry and doing things differently essentially um, so yes um, we joined the rattle in 2018 yeah mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's changed things for us and I could help this project burn grow and just even dream of things we never dreamed um, before um, it's a space um with the studios as well, and there's the live room, which is a um, it's a it's a performance space, it's a rehearsal space, a recording space. So that is where we um, recorded um, some of the some parts of of our songs, but also recorded the music video for our first single, Oceans, yes. um, which is where we had our release party as well. So yeah, so it's been great to be a part of a community because being a music can be quite lonely, um, like through experience. Um, here and like also back home, um, it's uh, it can be like quite daunting and like what do you do next? How shall I uh, tackle this problem yeah. or how do I make my ideas you know a reality? And Are you able to give each other advice as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and to have that support yeah. and there's mentors so cool. as well there and the team, the core team there is so like amazing to work with and they challenge you and for the of course for t- for you to like progress your ideas and they continue challenging you and then they give you the support you need and it's just it's just, it's been a like uh, change like maker yeah. Yeah, point. And it just feels that you're not working on this on your own. Yeah. And when you're stuck on whatever thing it is, be it music so actual music or be a sort of the business side of the music you can speak to anyone there and 
they would ask one or two questions and you go back home and start thinking for mm. the rest of the week and yeah, you go, yeah. I never thought about that and then you know it just unblocks you and yeah it's 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 a it's a new concept in music but it's but it's great and if you haven't heard of it then check it out yeah check it out it's great um, and you've just released a brand new single yes yes what's it called to the lions and what's it about um so to the lions is a is a a song. About, it's, like, it's, a food. it's a new dish at uh, Burns Restaurant. <laughs> it's Amazing. a song um, um, about betrayal, um, and it takes uh, the perspective of a farmed animal. Um, so that's what the song is about. It was inspired by a book I was reading called Eating Animals by Jonathan Safran Foer, which takes the reader on a journey while he finds out where the food that we have on our plate comes from it's a really good book for anyone who wants to um you know look into in that side of things um it's such a great book and i had to take pauses while reading it because it was so intense oh it was so intense um and in one of the break breaks the lyrics for to the lions like came and and just didn't leave and oh. and i'm so glad for that um it just makes well, well our our hope from this song is to make uh people think about the choices um, of, you know, the everyday choices that have repercussions on our planet and how very, like, small changes can help make the planet, like, a, be a better place, essentially. Throw me to life, love. 
The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. There's um there's a common theme here because your previous single Oceans also had a similar theme, um about the planet and about yeah. um climate change etc. Yes. Um it's obviously something that you guys feel extremely passionate about. Yeah. Um, was the idea for creating Burn with that in mind that there would almost be a running theme or is it almost like a coincidence because there is so much passion there that um, the story is there? If you see what I mean. Yeah, I think I think when the when it in it when it clicked when that like um light bulb moment happened yeah. when um we decided to um like um marry almost marry the, two, the, yeah. the two sides of us because in our lives we are very environmentally aware and socially aware as well um, and then of course we're passionate about the music it's our medium it's um, how we express ourselves and when the moment happened when I when we were like that's what we need to do um, it's quite magical now it's a bit um, obvious but it just happened that we used to do music and also just live our own sort of environmental conscious lifestyle I would say um, separately, and separately, and 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 as as Deborah said earlier, when she sits at the piano and starts off writing a song, um, the words that come to mouth or like the things that she says and and like or the things. first lyrics or the first sort of meanings of the song are always related to this because we feel so passionate about. It. So it just happened, and then we just realized, well, why not use this as our mission, use yeah, music absolutely. as our medium, yeah. and then and then it just it just comes so easy and just yeah. natural now. Yeah, so that's I find that really interesting. <laughs> um, so, I I believe that music unites people. So if people can unite over um, care for the planet and, like yeah. you said, like make those conscious decisions, like that's really important. I think. Yeah. Um, so, plans for the year ahead. Twenty twenty is a pretty big one for you. You guys have got loads of exciting stuff happening. Yes. What can you tell us and what <laughs> can't you tell us? Well, I guess you can't tell us what you what can't, can't tell, tell us, us. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I think there. I don't think there's many secrets, there's no secrets. but there will be lots of music <laughs> coming out. We're really excited about it. Oceans last year like was the first one for us, and it, like it set us on a path. Yeah. And we're going to be releasing lots of music. We also like releasing um, the music videos to the songs as well. We find that quite an mm. interesting process. Are they fun to make? They are, yeah. but also they are. Yeah, quite like scary in ways because it's like <laughs> this moment will be there forever like yeah. you cannot change it because of course we can't work we, we work on like a day's shoot yeah. so you know but they're fun they're fun yeah um fun and funny but um so lots of songs lots of music videos and um more um i guess raising aware awareness Definitely. around yeah. around uh our mission um if if i guess we can create a small change in people's lives or inspire people to look into um, making these small changes and yeah. changes I'm sure will yeah will make things happen together we've got plans on how to do that and that's what we can say now <laughs> <laughs> but probably because we're still figuring it out True. but we True will that. get there I look forward <laughs> to yeah. seeing or hearing those plans and Jan, <laughs> um, we heard your influences but we didn't hear much about Deborah's Deborah what who has inspired you and what kind of music are you into? Um, so a um, major inspiration for starting off um, the singing and, the, and playing the piano together was Regina Spector. Amazing. Um, love, love her, love her work, love the way she um, uses the instrument and her voice and tells stories. So that was a like big influence for me. Um, 
so it's there somewhere. Maybe it does. Maybe it does still come out um, through the singing and the playing. But um, people I listen to now um, are quite like small, um, successful in their own way, but small artists like um, Adna, who is uh, based in uh, Germany. Um, solely in Iceland, so I listen to lots of like it's very like almost cryptic and mysterious and dark. But fun fact for you, <laughs> I religiously and I don't know how this started. Started last year. I've been doing it for a year. Listen to Enya every single really? day. That's amazing. Um, and somebody told us that when they heard our single, so told us randomly like. It reminds me of Enya. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, it's it's um, subconsciously happening now. You listen to it every day. Um, I didn't think I was, but then last year a friend of mine talked about <laughs> her, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, Enya!" Like mm. I had forgotten about her, and I just play it like every single night. Wow, so the funny. same song as well. Um, I just uh, it just starts from the top, so oh, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so it goes on and on. Any anything else? What do I? Um, um, I think you, I mean obviously uh, Tom Smith as well from editors. You, yeah, you like I love the music. Him and how he sings and. But of course, like it doesn't come through, but it's still your spirit. It's still, yeah. still part of you know the music in your library, I would say. Yeah, caught on like cut off guard. <laughs> I think, um, and obviously you guys work quite closely together, and there's bound to be stuff that. Sometimes maybe you create that you're not excited by, or sometimes you write that you're not <laughs> excited by. Like, how does that conversation go? Like, are you guys able to be really frank with each other? Oh yeah, yeah, a bit too much. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he spent like a day working on a track some weeks ago, and I was like, oh, my, I didn't like it. Is this at home? Like, do you? Yeah, we have a okay. home studio at yeah. home. Um, so I. I Producing the work from home, um, but yeah, I think, I think that was that a was good it. example. I would say. Um, well, I had to sort of think out of the box and just try something, and yeah. I tried something, and obviously, again, after a day of listening to it, I got used <laughs> to it. So yeah, for yeah. me, it was like this is thing. definitely gonna be on, yeah. on you know, on a next single or something. And then, uh, to be fair, I asked her to listen to it after, not a bad day, but a long day. Yeah. And I think that obviously also impacted yeah. what she yeah. took out of it. Um, that's my excuse. But <laughs> she she listened to oh, it and she and I think she was like I hated it. <laughs> the worst thing is it's grown on me now. That's so funny. See what I mean? And, it's grown and I'm liking it, which is, I'm like, oh, why am I liking it? Like, <laughs> and we're playing it live, so. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. We're, we're, yeah. That's because it's a good one, you know. It's growing on you. Well. Yeah, it is. But I'm, we'll have to see. <laughs> oh, um, and if people want to find out more about you, um, where can they go? What can they do? So um, a good place to start would be the website burnofficial.com, that's B-E-R-N-E. Um, and then I guess Instagram and Facebook are the ones that we use the most mm-hmm. at Sounds Like Burn on Instagram and facebook.com forward slash Sounds Like Burn on Facebook. Yeah. And that's where we yeah. do most of our stuff. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank, thank you. you for, thank having, you for us. having us. Um, really and hopefully we'll catch you at a gig really soon. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs>